0: We are back again to ponder and project, and we're glad to have you back with us. This week's episode, Jim speaks to us about some of the things that we love. So I turn this podcast over to our host, Jim Poitras. This is Jim Poitras with the Poitras Ponderings Podcast, where we pause, we ponder, and we project. Unfortunately, this week, I've done a lot of pausing. I apologize that we did not get an episode out this very last week. Uh, We've just come through two weeks of the School of Missions and the completion of two college courses uh, that I've been teaching along with my regular work schedule and uh, kind of hit round zero this week and did a lot of pausing, but I trust all of you listeners have been doing very well and that the blessings of the Lord have been upon you. Sometimes I start this podcast or podcast episodes with a question. Today, I would like for you to go ahead and complete a statement. Could you complete this statement, God loves it when, and then complete that, God loves it when. It's not too difficult for me to figure out the things that I love, but I also want to be very cognizant that there are things that God loves. If I look at personal experiences and I think over things, I love it when my wife makes macaroni and cheese. I love it when anybody makes me macaroni and cheese. I think I could have macaroni and cheese, mac and cheese every single day of the week, every single day of the month, every single day of the year. I think I could have it every day and every day. Maybe not for breakfast, dinner, and supper, but I definitely could have it quite often because I love it when my wife fixes me mac and cheese. Now, I don't really like it so much when she fixes me leftovers. I'm not really a leftovers type of guy. And uh, sometimes she'll phone me on the way home and she'll be excited. Say, baby, I've got dinner all prepared for you. And I could tell with the excitement in her voice that there's a reason why she's trying to let me know that she's excited. So I get home and uh, she's fixed leftovers. And it's kind of a standing joke around our home that I'll say to her, is this used? Is this used food? I remember when we were first married and missionaries in Nigeria, in West Africa, Uh, We would collect leftovers throughout the week, and then she'd put them all together. I can't remember what she called that hodgepodge on Sunday night, but I'd make sure that I'd invite friends over so that they could uh, celebrate with us, eat up the leftovers so they wouldn't ever appear again. Because I love it when my wife fixes me mac and cheese, and I don't really like it when I have leftovers, but sometimes that's exactly what's needed. So the statement was, God loves it when? Compared to what I love or compared to what we love. We love it or I love it when God answers prayer. And I'm glad that I have the opportunity to pray every day, privately, corporately, alone, together. I love it when God answers my prayer. I keep a prayer journal, and I want to know, I want to document that when God answers my prayer, because that's something that I love. Isaiah 65 verse 24 in the NIV says, I will answer them before they even call to me. While they are still talking about their needs, I will go ahead and answer their prayers, because we love it when God answers our prayers. Isaiah 65, verse 24, in the King James Version, And it shall come to pass, that before they call, I will answer, and while they are yet speaking, I will hear. 1 John 5, verse 14 and 15 says, And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. So I love it when God answers my prayer and my topic today in this episode, part one of God loves it when. So we love it when God answers prayer, but God loves it when he can use us to answer somebody's prayer. He loves it when he can use us to answer someone's prayer. You say, "Well, Jim, how do you know that that's actually true?" Well, 1 Thessalonians 5:17 says that we should pray without ceasing. That we should go ahead and pray throughout the day. 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse number 8 says, "I desire therefore that in every place men should pray without anger or quarreling or resentment or doubt in their minds, lifting up holy hands." Specifically right there It's saying that God loves it. He desires it when we pray, that men and women should pray without anger or quarreling or resentment or doubt, and that we are able to lift up holy hands. Acts chapter 16, verse 9 to 10 says, And a vision appeared to Paul in the night. There stood a man of Macedonia and prayed him, saying, Come over into Macedonia and help us. And after he had seen the vision, immediately we endeavored to go into Macedonia, assuredly gathering that the Lord had called us for to preach the gospel unto them. God loves it when he can use us to answer somebody's prayer, that there was somebody praying, let someone come over here and help us. I once heard of a woman who locked her keys in her car at the mall And not having the funds to call a locksmith, she prayed and asked God to help her. And shortly after, a rough-looking man came up to her and asked if she needed any help. She told him that she had locked her keys in her car, and in no time, the man used a wire and lifted the lock. The woman thanked him and said that he was an answer to prayer and an angel. Then the man said, Oh, ma'am, I'm not an angel. I just got out of prison. And the woman looked to heaven and said, Oh, Lord, you are so good. You sent me an expert. I love that little story. Acts chapter 2, verse 16 and 18. And my second point today is, I love it. We love it when God fulfills prophecy or when there are prophecies that take place. Acts chapter 2, verse 16 to 18, but this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. And on my servants and on my handmaidens I will pour out in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. Isaiah chapter 9, verse number 2. The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them hath the light shined. Psalms 2, verse 8. Ask of me, and I shall give thee the heathen for thine inheritance, and the uttermost parts of the earth for thy possession. God loves it when uh, he prophesies. We love it when he prophesies, when he fulfills those prophecies. Uh, I don't know about prophecies that you may be remembering right now, but I remember two specifically. Once I was in South Africa, and there was a prophecy came forth, and the prophecy simply said, meet you in the field. And then more recently, a prophecy came forth, I prepare the field, I prepare the pathway, I will be with you each step of the way." We love it when God prophesies, when he fulfills his word, his prophetic word. But I believe that God loves it when he can use us to answer the prophecy. You can say, well, how is it possible that he can use us to answer prophecy? Acts chapter 13, verse 47, "'For so hath the Lord commanded us, saying, "'I have set thee to be a light of the Gentiles, that thou shouldest be for salvation unto the ends of the earth. And then 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 14 and 15, in the Amplified Version, do not neglect the gift which is in you, that special inward endowment, which was directly imparted to you by the Holy Spirit, by prophetic utterance, when the elders laid their hands upon you at your ordination. Practice and cultivate and meditate upon these duties, Throw yourself wholly into them as your ministry, so that your progress may be evident to everybody. I like that. Practice and cultivate and meditate upon these duties. Throw yourself wholly into them as your ministry, so that your progress may be evident to everybody, so that the Lord can use you to answer the prophecies that he's given in his word. We love it when God's word is fulfilled. My third point today, we love it when God's word is fulfilled. Luke chapter 4, verse 18 and 19, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he hath anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. I love it when God's word is fulfilled. I love it when God answers prayer. I love it when God uh, prophesies or sends forth a prophecy. I love it when God's word is fulfilled, but he loves it when he can use me to answer somebody's prayer. You could be an answered prayer to someone. Uh, He loves it when he can use us. He can put us right inside that answer to prophecy, and he loves it when he can use us to fulfill his word. Luke chapter 4, verse 20 to 21, and he rolled up the scroll and gave it back to the attendant and sat down, and the eyes of all in the synagogue were fixed on him, and he began to say to them, today the scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing, because God loves it when he can use us to go ahead and fulfill his word philippians chapter 2 verse 13 for it is god who worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure and then matthew 28 18 to 20 and jesus came and spake unto them saying all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth go you therefore and teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the father and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. God wants to use your hands. God wants to use your feet. God wants to use your voice. God wants to use you. God loves it when you are pliable and usable in his hands. This is Jim Poitras with the Poitras Ponderings podcast. So glad to be with you. Blessings throughout this week. In Jesus' name, amen. So what is it that you love? Praying that you are blessed with a little bit of whatever that is this week. God bless.